This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Happy one week anniversary, Jules. <gasps> you are celebrating. Yeah. What do we get for a one week radio anniversary? It's pretty specific. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you know how they go like, oh, one year is paper. Paper. Yes. Yeah. Is there, a, do they break it down any further than that? <laughs> it's a weeks or months. Like one week is recycled paper. <laughs> Six months in, crate paper. Mm. We should probably put recycled paper above crate paper, but we should ask our boss. I'm sure I'd be thrilled to to mull over that one as opposed to actual content. Do you I and our boss isn't ever gonna listen to this. That's fine. So Mal, if you are listening, congrats mm. on taking some initiative for once in your damn life. <laughs> wow. I'll specifically tell him to listen to this. Tell him, go for it. Okay. Um but do you think because like sometimes we'll be like, hey, we're thinking about doing this, and he's just like, meh. <laughs> it's blunt. It's he's just like whatever. Nah, it's like he knows Mel, what he likes and doesn't Mel, like. Though, I which I respect. Think, yeah, but Mel's like a fifty-year-old dude. I'm like, <laughs> we're we're not we're not appealing to the same audience. Mm. Sometimes I question it. I well, think I wish he had the mind of a thirty-year-old woman. Sometimes Mel. Hmm. Well, I'm close to that. Yeah. So very, I could just be the temper. Yeah, I think you're you're, you're a good mid-ground. I believe. Thank you. Thank you um, so much. But, and that's, you know, that's the, clo- that's what you get for one week anniversary is a weird half compliment. <laughs> oh, I feel blessed. Uh, on the show today, I had a bit of a weird experience trying to look after my body. I went to get a massage. Not a lot of it went right. Very sus. Um, and I, I got to I'll put this up top. It was not supposed to be one of those massages. Yeah. I've seen movies. I've seen TV shows. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it might be. Yeah. I think I definitely... They advertise themselves well, if it is in fact one of those places, but we've got that for you on the show. Also, I um, go on a bit of a rampage about uh, chalk at a public park. Say no more. You're just going to have to listen to this outrageous story. So just to let people in on sort of a bit of behind the scenes about how we do the, how we're doing the podcast stuff is we've got our run sheet from today's show in front of us. Did you use the word rampage because you read that up next? No, I actually didn't. Okay. Well, I did it. Have we, I stolen your thunder? No, not really. I just thought it was like, oh, she's setting me up for an incredible segue here, but that just happened to be the word you chose. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Oh, fair enough. Well, I've got a story about a rampaging animal that's mm. hit Victoria over the weekend. Lucky Victorians. Yeah. A good rampage as well. Because I think a, most of the time, nine times out of 10, a rampage usually ends in Negative death connotation. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. You're thinking of, um, I think there was that movie that The Rock was in called Rampage, where I think, I don't know if, how it goes, I think The Rock maybe becomes a gorilla. Yeah. Sounds like something The Rock would do. Yeah. I think that was called Rampage. Yeah. Um, anyway, the show is, this today's show, much better than The Rock's The Rampage. Yes. You be the judge. Enjoy. Bye. Yesterday, Sunday, I thought I'd do a bit of R&R. Nice. I would treat myself. Um, I had a pretty interesting experience. I went to go get a massage. My body was feeling a bit sore and achy. Oh. But I had a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, I'll call them incidences. Incidences. A lot of, a lot of problems with my massage experience. This sounds sus. It was sus. How about every time? I'll give you a little sound effect here. Uh, every time, I'll, t- I'll tell you about my experience. Every time something weird happens or suspect yes. happens, you can sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Great. So Good. yesterday afternoon, I went to go get myself a massage. Yep. Okay. Yep. Concerning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Early on, but that's all right. <laughs> went to get a massage, um, which fair enough. You know, sometimes that can be a bit of a weird experience. I like to look after my body. That's good for you, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, went to the, get the massage, looked at it online, seemed fine, seemed all above board. Uh, the massage parlor was down an alley. <laughs> Can't stress enough. It wasn't, wasn't, I wasn't looking for one of those places. I'm not trying to sure? get, I promise. Down I, an alley, you know, it needs to be well lit, these sorts of places. It was not well lit at all, but that's uh. one thing. I walk in, there's no one around, no one to be seen at all. I was like, oh, all right. 
It's fine. Um, I take a seat. They come, they, you know, go, all right, what do you want? I'm like, we'll have one hour. You pay for it, whatever. Just the usual. Just, just the <laughs> usual. Thank you. Just one hour deep tissue. They're like, do you want us to use oil? I was like, uh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, you can use oil. No, no, <laughs> it's oil for my back. Thank you very much. Yep. Okay. Sure. Um, they take me into the, they take me into the room. Was there, you know, curtains in this place? There's curtains. Yeah, there's curtains. Okay. There's like little separate little partitioned rooms. Yep. Um, so that there's no one can sort of, you know, be in or hear you while you're having, not hear yep. me. There's nothing to hear. She puts me in the room. She's like, you know, you know, normal massage protocol, get undressed, uh, put the towel over you, mm -hmm. lay down on the thing. Yes. She leaves me there. This is, I don't think this is, this is suspicious from a business perspective. I got left in that room alone by myself for 20 minutes before 20 someone, minutes? 20 minutes of me lying half naked face down on this table, Jules. What was she doing? Mate, I don't. I was finishing another job in another room. <laughs> no, Jules. <laughs> I was finishing with another client who had back problems, probably. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. She comes into the room. Yep. Uh, immediately goes and lifts up the towel that was covering my semi-naked body. <laughs> yeah. so Just having a look. That's probably fair. But she lifts up the towel, which yep. I thought was weird. Most people don't do that. They assume everything. Yeah. yeah. So and she goes, go. why is your underwear still on? What? Your under you're supposed to keep the underwear on. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. She wanted you me. to be butt naked. Yeah, she's like, do you want to take them off? I'm like, no. No, I do not. Thank you. I really am trying my best. To avoid being labelled as one of those guys. No, 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 no. It is sounding super duper creepy. I understand. I understand. Did you check the reviews at this place online before you walked There was a lot of, I looked at the Google reviews. There was a lot of, you know, middle-aged people who were like, oh, great value for money. Uh, you a know, lot of really men? Good. There was a lot of men. There, yep. there was women as well, though. So I thought, I don't Working know. Working there? I suppose they service everyone, which is nice service for them. Service everyone? No. Okay, relax on that one. Um, I am concerned for your Sunday activities. Yeah. And then she flips me, immediately flips me onto my back. So it's like, no, my back's the sore spot. That's why I want you to touch. And then just immediately goes and like my groin region was a piece of pizza, pizza <gasps> dough, just kneading at it, kneading at it. And you know, I'm a human. So, it's, you know, there's like physical reactions to that stuff. And so you so were pretending I just had that to go this to was head. just, you know, accidentally went into this alleyway, accidentally had this type of massage when you can... You can look me dead in the eye and tell me that this wasn't the plan all along. This was this wasn't the plan all along. Um, it was a weird experience. It was a bad time. Um, I'm booked to go back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, chalk messages at a park can be kind of cute sometimes. What do you mean by chalk message? Chalk messages. Maybe it's a nice love heart on a footpath, and it says <sighs> that Stacy loves Nick. Yeah, with you. I've you know had a mini drawing experience of the chalk on my driveway growing mm, up. If you got yep. any as a child, any slab of concrete, that's my canvas, Jules. Mm, I'm an wholesome. artist. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, but at a park, yeah, I suppose it can mostly be pretty fine. I suppose, yeah, but not so beautiful when it's a passive aggressive sign. Karen, Karen, I assume must be Karen. She's part of an Aussie family uh, up north. Mm. Come on the fire. They've written a sign that says in massive capital letters. Reserved tonight, five to nine, with the date. They've tried to reserve something in a park with a chalk sign. They've reserved, according to this chalk message. Sure. Which is gospel. <laughs> yeah, which is, obviously, that's a government-mandated message. Sure. White chalk, which is probably the most faint of all chalk types. So, interesting choice, Karen. Okay. <laughs> uh, a park bench with, like, a, the barbecue area that you'd find at one of those communal areas in a park. Uh, with Under a nice rotunda of some mm. sort. Yeah, okay. There's a little bit of shelter, a little bit of protection. I think it's arrogant. I think it is outrageous. How dare they do that? Yeah. And for, like... <laughs> What if it's you stumbling upon the place at 9am and they want it 5 to 9? You do what every other person does. If you want that area, you sit there 
until the time has come. So you're you're anti the message. See, I actually, I think I saw a picture of this, and maybe we can chuck it up at the Nick and Jules Instagram. We'll pop it on the stories there if you've missed it. Um, I thought I was anti the message. Now that I think about it, because it, it obviously shows that this lady has shown the effort to go there quite early in the morning. <laughs> to write it in chalk. To write it. Maybe that behavior should be rewarded. And also, by no. the way, I don't really see the rotundas and the barbecues getting used that much. But you can't reserve a public space. It's just not on. Like, it's like going to a gym. I'm, I might use that machine over there, so I'm just going to put a little oh, sign okay. up there. No, it's first in, best dress. That is how the world works. Who says that you have to change it like that? This has really hit quite a spot for you, hasn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's blood vessels popping in your forehead right now, Jules. I'll take some deep breaths. You clearly were trying to use that rotunda, and this lady's absolutely ruined your afternoon, hasn't okay, she? Okay, but say it was a big moment. Say it was a birthday party for this family or something. Yeah, it's maybe just... a wedding. It's, I mean, actually, <laughs> don't have your wedding at a rotunda in a what public do you, park. What do you reach out to the local council and say, hey, can we just section off this area with a few witch's hats instead. A witch's hat, yeah. As far as, I guess, um, the authority in those sort of things goes, yeah, I suppose it would go chalk. Mm. Uh, you'd probably put a cone down and then yes. yeah, a bigger witch's hat. Ideally, you'd have a lollipop lady of some description. Oh, yeah. Or security or like the FBI tape. <laughs> some manpower. Maybe you'd respect that. People, generally speaking, over the years, we've had a very so-so uh, hmm, relationship with nature. Sure. Sometimes nature fights back. It does. That's scary. The Australian environment has fought back many times. Floods, mm. fires, COVID as well, I suppose, technically part of it. Uh, but recently, aka over the weekend, a small seaside town in Victoria, small is generous, but it was Geelong. Oh, yeah. Has G-town. been terrorized by nature. An animal has come to the forefront of the town and has been seen vandalizing a service station. Let's cast our eyes over to Geelong, where Henry the Seal... Henry the seal, massive, massive beast of the ocean, has waddled, run, s- slipped. How do how do how do how seals do, get around? I don't, Sprinted. I never thought about it. He slopped, slopped his way up from the ocean into a service station. In head, a servo. Headbutted the hell out of a servo, probably at the fuel prices. I imagine, <laughs> absolutely outraged. Um, or I've seen the the prices are getting quite expensive for some of the snacks in there. So maybe he was pretty like pissed off at that. Yes. But he was, you know, terrorizing that and had to get escorted back to the ocean under armed guard. Armed guard? Not armed. I don't know how armed they were, but it was, you know, wildlife Victoria. Wow. So he's done like a, a circle around, seen the servo, yeah. back to the ocean. And he's, and this guy is huge. Like he looks like the size of a small car. Genuinely, I've seen I've seen footage of it, and it's were people it's, in panic or were people excited oh, to see him? People were panicked. I've actually got some audio from uh, from down at the scene when people were <laughs> confronted by him. Run! It's Godzilla! Well, sorry, hang on. That's that's audio for a different event that happened over the weekend. But I heard uh, mm-hmm. this could be, you know, just rumor swirling. Sure, a lot of rumors uh, surrounding Henry. the sea life, Henry, and, and Henry the Seal. Yeah, that it wasn't in fact Henry. That uh, oh. it was potentially a relative of Henry's. How do they? A Henry relative? doesn't normally act in that way. How do they know? Well, first of all, it's very funny that uh, Victorians have to have like a case of mistaken identity with seals. I know. Like, what? surely there can't be that many around, but apparently it's not Henry's first outing. Uh, he has, well, if he's been from named, time to time, done it. Yes, exactly. I think if it's, if you if your town has an animal that's been named and is known to be a bit of a pest, mm-hmm. it's probably yeah, it's probably made a few appearances. But Henry, uh, from reports over the weekend, he wasn't as um, aggressive with his hitting certain servo windows and sort of things like that. So maybe it's the long lost cousin. Might have been. It was a local BP. So does and maybe Henry's more of like an Ampol guy. All the adults out there right now, what are you scared of? Even though you are an adult. 
Yeah, it's fine to admit it. It's fine. We've all got those things where you say, nah, I'm walking away from that. Because as a kid, and I don't know about you, Jules, but I was, I was scared of a lot of things. Yeah. Scared of the dark. That was a big one. Oh, yep. Scared of the deep. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit scared of the deep. When you think about the ocean. Oh, like, when you go swimming, yeah. Like the abyss and you don't know, you can't see what's out yes. there. But one that sprung to mind recently, something that I'm scared of, because every time I go to watch something or see something, I see ads for it everywhere. It's that new movie, Megan, mm. with that killer robot doll. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? I thought we were having a conversation. You should probably run. I won't let anything harm you. Well, that's going to keep me up at night tonight. <laughs> um, but I've seen it everywhere. I go to watch stuff on YouTube, ads for it there. I've seen, like, uh, on bus stops, I've seen posters of it there. It's nonstop. Nick, you are having the worst time trying to escape it and just visibly being so terrified of playing that sound grab. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it's apparently apparently it's quite a good movie. So people are talking about it a lot. So I see it in my news feed, both on Instagram and Facebook, all the time. I, um... I'll admit, I'm yeah. absolutely terrified of thunderstorms. Oh my god! So this would really freak you out. Thunder, thunder. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's that's Imagine Dragons. I can thunder. deal with that, but oh no! Anytime there's a big crack, there's a bang. I am shot up in bed. I am in the fetal oh, wow. position. So I'm not okay. Had a hard time the last week with all the thunderstorms rolling across Victoria. Well, you know when dogs um, are terrified of certain things and you go up to help them, it's it's mm. often I used to blame my dog. I say. Sparky's really scared of the storm, but it's actually me <laughs> patting him because I need um, I need the nurturing. So even though it was a dog, it was a scapegoat as well at the same <laughs> exactly time. Exactly right. Oh, that's, that's handy. We've actually got some on Nick and Jules' uh, Facebook page. Cell in Shepparton says, um, scared of toilets? I... <laughs> I understand because if you're like, because out in Shep, like if you're in the GV, mm. there's like some on, on the farms there, they've got some outback dunnies where you yep. might, you might be looking at a toilet snake situation mm. where you don't know something's supposed to come out, but it might go back up. And we yep. don't know that for a fact. True. Um, so I would be scared about that. Dylan from Kangaroo Flats. Dylan, what is your fear as an adult? So I'm actually afraid of the deep water. Oh brother. Mm. I understand. It's scary. Cause like when it's, you can't see where everything is, can you? Yeah. So finding pools. But innocent, like muddy water, like lakes and rivers, yep. no go zone for me. Have you had to say no to gatherings, hanging out with friends because they've wanted to go in rivers and stuff? Yes. Dill, will you will you go to the beach and sort of like wade through the water, or like where where does too deep sort of kick in for you? Do you think? So too deep for me, waist deep in the lurky water. <sighs> right. Okay. But in a pool, though, will you go deeper than waist deep, or is that still oh, starting oh, to cross fine. the line? I'll go, I'll go head over. Pool is fine. <laughs> he knows where it is. He knows where his limit is. Look at this man bragging about it. Yeah, pool. I'll go head over. I don't, even, I don't even care. Deal. We appreciate the call. Let's head to Alex from Bendigo. Alex, you've got yourself a fear as an adult. Um, two things, but they're roughly the same: camels yeah. and horses. Oh, Alex, how did this begin? <laughs> I got on a camel once as a kid in like 2007 and oh. that was enough. That like the way they, have you ever seen a camel try and stand up? It is, there's no seatbelts. It is the most dangerous thing I've ever seen. Did you fall and off that it? frightened the pants off me. No, but I bawled my eyes out and they carried me off it. Okay. What? So look, I can, I can understand I you being scarred. scared as a kid there for that because of the camel stuff. But does, why does that translate to horses? Have you been on a horse and had the same you know gear happen? No, I've, they just got big teeth. I'm not a, and then you see fo- like videos of them kicking people. It's like, well, I really don't need to be around horses. Did you think that maybe you could uh, have an experience that was positive with them, like maybe a horse trainer or a camel trainer that you've like tried to get over this trauma for you? 
can't even win a bet on horses. So there's no, oh. there's no good for me to come from horses. Uh, Alex, is there anything, anything in your near future that could, you know, put you near a horse or are you actively avoiding them? <laughs> no, I will, I will go out of my way. You know, what's a horse costume like? Do you know how people do the front end, the back end? Is that sort of, you know, starting to get into some gray areas for you as well? No, well, that's why I can't even, can't even, when the, when the Broncos come to town, can't even go there. <laughs> Don't like them. They're my least favorite team. Yeah, fair enough. Wowie. I understand. Alex, appreciate the call, mate. <laughs> oh, good, guys. See ya. Megan from Gladstone Park, you've got yourself a fear as an adult, do you? Oh, I do, yes. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What have you Unfortunately, got? Uh, water. Oh, another, another water. Is it water in general or is it deep water or a specific kind of water? Um, mainly deep water, mm-hmm. but yeah, just unfortunately don't go in much water. Megan, what was the trigger for you? Um, I think back when I was uh, younger, my younger days, um, mm. I went to the beach and I was pushed in um, off Safety Beach, pushed off the pier there. And mm. I think from there, it's just unfortunately stuck with me. The same yeah, thing yeah. happened with my dog. We threw him oh, into really? the swimming pool. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's <laughs> got a crippling fear now. Like, Doggy paddle, he'll swim. <laughs> and then every Did time... No, oh, every time we took him to a dog beach, he was like, no, nah, he headed for the road. Yeah, I understand. He's not doing it. I don't blame him. <laughs> Megan, what is the, what's the closest thing to water you'll get into these days? Will you hop in a pool? Um, I'll sit on the edge of a pool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you'll, you'll wade. You'll cool off with your feet. That's I'll, about it. I'll cool off and then splash myself with the water. And Jeez. Yeah, that's it. The Take kids are like, shower. get in, mum, get yep. in. Okay, go shower. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, we've got a, I think we've got a bit of a warm one coming up later in the week, so I'm hoping that you can find a way to stay cool. Appreciate the call. Oh. Spray bottle. No worries at all. Thank you. <laughs> Listen up. Politely. Of okay. Course. Listen up. Yes, Mr. Let, Nick. Lend me your ears because I'm going to do you all a favour. I was just scrolling through Instagram the other day uh, over the weekend, just killing some time. And I saw, you know how sometimes like they repost TikToks on Instagram and you see. Oh, yes. Cross-platform. It's all the same crap. You see the same crap. This is a video that I saw though and I thought, oh, this is actually great because it's a lady telling about her experience a Victorian woman who got arrested for doing something on our roads mm. and she got fined, she got demerit points while she was in her car for doing something that I think that everyone listening has done, everyone. does, and I know I did it a couple of times on the weekend. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I am a little bit, this is incriminating. So hopefully, you know, cops. Is, if I'm you're doing listening, a, please turn those ears off. I'm doing a PSA right now. I'm helping. I'm on your side, cops. I'm on, I'm, you know. I'm a goody two-shoes most of the time. What I, have you done wrong, Nick? I didn't know. Uh, TikToker slash Instagrammer, I guess, Cinderella was arrested for doing something on the roads. They say you learn something new every day, and today I learned that it is illegal to drive through an amber light unless it is 100% necessary to do so. How I found this out was in very dramatic fashion at 8.30 this morning. I There were police sirens. I was pulled over me getting drug tested and breath tested while bawling my eyes out and receiving a $500 fine. I thought this is one of those videos where it's just full of nonsense and people are just doing it to sort of get views on the video. $500 fine for driving through a yellow light. Yeah, I thought that's Is that what she said? Yeah, that's like, that can't be Everyone does that. That, You can't just, what if it turns yellow and you're driving through? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I, uh, I did some digging and I put on my... Uh, policeman's and also my lawyer's hat <laughs> and also my judge's hat. Wow. So there's a lot of hats so many on. Hats. Yeah, and I was the judge's hat was the white wig, so it fit underneath all the hats quite well. Convenient. But I went and I found out, looked at this on Vic Roads, looked at it on a few legal websites as well, because lots of people posting about it. But yeah, it is in fact against the road rules of pretty much every state. Northern Territory was a bit ambiguous, but who mm, cares right. about them? Yep. To drive through a flashing yellow or amber light hmm. 
mm. unless it is 100% necessary to do so. So if you are midway across the intersection, it goes yellow. You, you can't just stop yeah. in the middle of the road. That's yeah. dangerous. But if you're like me, mm. and like many people, I think. You've got time to weigh up whether you should go yeah. or not. If you're 100 metres away and you see it go yellow. Mm. Don't know. speed up. Well, I don't, I think I don't slow down. And I think that's where, that's where the law comes in. And, but that's crazy. She's getting drug tested. She's getting breath out and everything. So obviously this police officer is like on the side of the road watching this whole thing to see her reaction to the yellow light. Yeah. And look, probably a good thing to flag that, you know, you don't, don't do it. No. Don't, don't do it. Obviously abide by the law. Um, that being said... You're in a rush. I understand why you would do it. I'm not condoning the <laughs> no, behavior. No, no. We would on this show. We would never take a stance to encourage crime. Absolutely not. But I mean, you know, you you you're the driver. You're in your own car. You you do what you're going to do. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.